everybody, welcome back to the movie pod. My name is Isaac, and I'm joined by my parrot friend over here, Joseph. Oh my the god, podcast. How are you doing? That's how I, I, bro. I'm looking at the screen right now, recording screen. And ever since I've changed your little bro. avatar to have a parrot, I just have to say that now. I'm looking directly Can at I a parrot. Like a I can't bring up with it, man. What? Can I have a gerbil? Can what I have a like? Gerbil? What's a gerbil? Oh my god. Um. Can you just make me Zeb? Can I, just be I can Zeb? make you Zeb. I will make you. I'll I want to be Zeb. Lassat. I'll make you a Lasat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me as Lasat. Yes, coming soon, guys. Joseph is getting another avatar change. He will be Joseph. Thank Lassat. God. Honestly, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do that. Well, do I want a Lasat or do I want to be a clone? I mean, if you're a clone, man, you, you know, no, no, no uniqueness to you. Uh, that, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting back. Oh, I'm getting. Tell that to Yoda. I'm getting black backlash for that. All the clone people who love clones, man, they're gonna come at me for saying. Clones Say that to Yoda. Bro, episode one of the Clone Wars. He's like, "There's nothing new here. We're all the same face." And he's like, "Look beneath the face. Everybody unique. Yoda is whatever fucking thing says." Okay. Okay. My bad. Um, I, I don't mean that all clones are unique. It's kind of racist. They got their own personality, but man, you wanna, that's kind of racist. You want to be a Lissat. You'll become a Lissat. Um, yeah, I want to be a Lissat. Um, but yeah, today we got an interesting episode. Just um, Bob Iger has come out in a very recent interview and is cutting back on Marvel and Star Wars productions. Um, so yeah, Bob Iger talks Disney's plan to, plan to make less Star Wars and Marvel content after pushing out too much content on their streaming service, Disney Plus, and not making a profit. So we've got a clip here from Diamond Fig. Shout out to you, man. Um, go follow him on Instagram. He creates, he, he, he shares the best Star Wars news. So we'll, we'll take a look at this clip and we will talk about it. Starring Bobby Iger. Marvel and Star Wars, too much. I mean, you almost indicated kind of it's it's been a little much. Do you pull back in a way? Is yes, it, you do. Yeah, yeah, you pull back not just to focus, but it's also part of our cost containment initiative. You know, right. spending less, making spending less on what we make and making less. So spending less on what Disney are making, but ultimately making less. I generally don't know what that means. So they're going to be spending less. And no, mm-hmm. making less, not making. Okay, so they're gonna be spending less money on productions, and then making less productions. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because is that really quality over quantity? When people say quality over quantity, you keep the same budget, right? But oh, uh, do you keep the same budget? Because you not just necessarily cut down on. I think it's more so Marvel need to cut back. Not so much Star Wars. Yeah. We generally don't get a lot of Star Wars. Well, we do. But not as much as Marvel. Marvel get, what, two shows a year or something, and then three movies a year. Our Star Wars fans, are, this is our biggest year. We're getting three live-action TV shows. We never get that. We usually get one or two live-action TV shows in a year, and then we get an animated show. We haven't got a movie in four years. Um, the next movie is 2026, which will be seven years after the last movie. Yeah. I really think it's more so Marvel they should be pushing this at. Um, I do love my Star Wars, man. I'm hyped every time we just get Star Wars, man. It gives me something in my life to do. And, um, like, genuinely. And so, I, I, I want more Star Wars. And, but I do want good Star Wars. So if that means cutting back on making the content to make it better, sure. But is that really what Bob Iger says here? 
that it's part so, of their money making, um, whatever he said there. And so, I don't know, man. Is it really quality over quantity here? Is it really? Is it really what yeah, it's going it for? It is. It is. Because think about it like this, okay? What's mm-hmm. going to make more money, right? Um, so, say they cut out... Say there's a show that they've been thinking of and they don't end up making it. What's going to be more expensive? Slightly a little bit... Like, what's going to be more money? An entire show or cutting production on a show? Like, what's going to what's gonna save more money? Cutting a show or taking out funds of a, cutting of a, a thing? Cutting a whole of show. A, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if they cut a show, right? Yeah. Instead of, like, halving it for two shows... And then make them both exactly, average. Exactly. They get rid of one. So then what he's saying is, great. yeah, okay. So even if he's that, even if he's cutting, um, even if he's cutting funding to Lucasfilm, or or, or M- the MCU or whatever it may be, even if he's cutting budget there, that just means that they cannot do an entirely new show. They don't have enough budget to do a new show, but they have enough budget to make the show that they are doing better. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, yeah. Okay. Like. You yeah. have enough to upgrade your car. You don't have enough to buy a new car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it, you know, Hollywood is just in scrambles right now. You know, the actors and writers it is. on strike at the exact same time. That hasn't happened. I know that's something to do with it as well. Decades. Yeah, Bob Iger, um, as I said in our last episode briefly, Bob Iger in this interview, I don't have the clip of it, I, I, um, but he says um, that actors are being unrealistic with their contracts. Bro is making over twenty five million dollars annually, and he's saying that. Um, and all yeah, but also quite mad about that. Sure, I get that, but also, like, unless you're a low class actor or like on a TV show in which an employee who plays a relatively same amount of minutes in a show as you or a movie mm-hmm. is getting paid more, I don't think you have any argument. Yeah, I. You know, the actors are on strike for a reason. They're on a reason. We know, they know stuff we don't know. They're obviously on, on strike for a reason. Obviously. It's the fact that the studio, the writers have been on strike for three months and the studios still aren't making deals with them. It's like they, they really don't care, man. they got to pull their heads in. The actors are currently striking. I, I'm pretty sure they're doing a <coughs> protest outside Warner Brothers Studios first. Then they're making their way over to Netflix. Then over to Paramount. Then over to um, Disney. So they're going Amazon. everywhere, right. and I really hope they make a difference. They they just got to pull their heads in. Um. Also, ten years ago to date, to date, ten years ago to this this proof we live in a simulation. Man, ten years ago to date, one decade ago on this day, Steven Spielberg said in an interview that in one decade's time, Hollywood is going to be in scrambles. And films with $300 million budgets won't be breaking even. And what the hell is happening? Look what just happened to The Flash. Look what's happening to Indiana Jones. Yeah. And the actors literally went on strike today. What the hell? A decade ago today, Steven Spielberg says Hollywood is going to be in scrambles. Okay. A decade later, boom. Bro. But if there's any director to make that kind of prediction... It's Steven Spielberg. It's Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like, he is... In my opinion, Steven Spielberg is the, probably the best director of all time. One top, one of definitely top, top three, three top, top three, top three, in top arguably. Two. 
Yeah, he's definitely. Like, who who you put arguably, above him? He's Seriously, argu- he's arguably. Uh, I would put Alfred Hitchcock up there with him. Um, you might not know who he is. He was a French or German filmmaker, and he created a lot of the film techniques we have today. A lot of uh, okay. different kind of like like symbolic techniques and all that. All right. He, I only know him but because I, he's I do old. film in. He dead. He dead. I only know, yeah, I know yeah. of him because I do film No, but I mean, he's subjects. an old-time director. I mean, I, and to be honest, like, yeah, he's had a lot of influence in it, but I feel like Spielberg's movies have had enough yeah. influence on Hollywood. I, 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 to be honest, I think Spielberg is the greatest director of all time. He's done, I, I, I think he he's done war movies. Yeah. He's done... Yeah, um, he's made the most iconic stuff. E.T., Jaws, Jurassics. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. to the Future. Pretty he sure he also did, um... Whoa. He did back to, let's have a look at his gallery. Indiana Jones with George Lucas. So, yeah, he definitely is up there. I'm pretty sure he did Saving, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, he did. Which is up there for one of my favorite movies. It's probably in my top top five. Vin Diesel's was like first big role, or first big movie. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? I haven't. No, no, I have not. Highly recommend it. Debatably so yeah, one of the best done, war movies of all time. So like his noticeable ones, he's done Jaws, Raiders of the Lucked Dust. Um, or this one I've heard of it. I haven't seen. Um, it cannot pronounce shit. Um, Shiner's List. Shiner's List. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Oh, that's amazing. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. So Jaws, Raiders of the Lucked Dust, Schindler's List, E.T. Jurassic Park, um, Ready Player One, 2018, he did that. Yep. Apparently. The Adventures of Tintin, Catch, Catch Me If You Can, he did Catch Me If You Can, oh, that's Catch an amazing movie. Can. Hook. Saving Private Ryan, uh, Close Encounters, he did Close War of the Worlds. Yeah, he, he's back, he did do Back to the Future. AI, he did the BFG, do, yeah, he did, he did The do, Terminal. The Goonies. Okay, yeah. Yep. He's, he's he's the best director of all time. Empire of the Sun, the the first West Empire. Side Story. Empire of the Sun. War Horse. He did the Lincoln movie. Um, Gremlins. I forgot about Gremlins. Oh. oh yes, yes, Gremlins. Transformers, two thousand and seven. Is a producer on. Um. Wow. Shrek. What? He was a producer on Shrek. Kill Men in he Black. He is just. Wow. He is just. Yeah, he's simply the best director of all time. He is. He's. he's I don't care. He's, he's done the most iconic stuff. He debatably some of the best stuff. Like, Saving Private Ryan is, I would say, mm. the best war movie I've ever done. Sorry, the most accurate war movie oh, that's really? ever done. Wow. Have I told you about what happened when, um, so it came out in, I think, 94, 96, and, um, the movie, so you haven't seen it, but it's, um, Tom Hanks, uh, him and his crew, him and him, him and his battalion have to go find, um, Private Ryan, who is played by Matt Damon, and, um, because his three other brothers have died and he has been ordered to leave the war so that his mum isn't left by herself. Right. Because all of her, so her, so all of her sons don't get killed. Right? And so Tom Hanks goes on and goes through... He, he lands on D-Day. You know where D-Day was? D-Day, 1991. 1941. Oh, uh, 1944. 
in the Second World War. Oh, right. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It's... They, they storm... I think... It, is it Norm... Is it Normandy? Yeah, Norm, the Norman, Normandy landing. Yeah. And um, it's said that when the movie was in cinemas, when they were watching... Uh, when veterans... When World War II veterans were watching the scene where they were landing at D-Day, they could smell diesel. They could smell gasoline. Dang. Because of the PTSD. That's how Dang. realistic it was. And then... Um, because of this movie, they set up a veterans helpline because it was that realistic that it brought back PTSD for veterans. Dang, dude. That's how realistic it is. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, and there's ET, which is on the other spectrum. ET, which, yeah. I said, like, now this is, this is just me being my, uh, my film, fil- filmy nerdy, but like in film and TV, when we've learned, when we learn about like techniques like symbolic techniques and all that, written codes, audio codes, whatnot, symbolic codes. We we get told who 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 really created those those codes and who who we should be thanking for the movies we have today. And a lot of it really is um is from Alfred Hitchcock and George Lucas. They're like the main two that yeah. probably has influenced influenced the film um industry the most architecture Ar- like the, yes. the, the the way that movies are made the made the the the, the, the blueprints the, the, yeah the filmmaking behind it all but then yeah when it comes to the execution i feel that i feel like that's where spielberg is a pro is actually executing yeah. making i think spielberg's movie. movies yeah like when you think about george lucas obviously created the most one of the most iconic trilogies of all time but he yeah. he more so was ahead of his time and more so wanted to create technology. I would, I think that would inf- like set up future the future. Of oh, the definitely. See what Alfred Hancock did. I I know what you're talking about. I don't know specifically, but I know what you mean by what he's done. Yeah. Um, he's done the art of of, yeah, of yeah. directing set, of, yeah. of 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 movie creation, whereas George Lucas revolutionized it yeah he, yeah yeah that's perfect that's, that's perfect way. um and spielberg just capitalized on both of them i feel and um he executed his amazing. yeah his his storytelling i feel like She's spielberg's storytelling is sure, yeah. perfect sure, yeah. um maybe not perfect sure definitely not perfect um jessica Road three was not perfect um <laughs> indiana jones four. just don't know what yeah what, like, what happened with george and steven and, um, yeah, but like, but yeah, yeah. I would say arguably best director of all time. I definitely think so as well. Um, but yeah, I think um, what, jo- yeah. what brings George down is just lack of gallery. Like excusing the original six, yeah. excusing Indiana Jones and Willow and American what, Graffiti. Uh, well, that's yeah, all he's like, done. He, really. he 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 said so himself. He has a one hundred percent success rate. Like yeah. everything he's done has slapped. Like I mean, well, maybe I'm here. Attack of the Clones is Attack again. Of the Clones. It 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 depends who you are. Okay, you look at Attack of the Clones as a Star Wars movie. Star Wars was great, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, as but, a Star Wars movie, but yeah. as a movie, like it's, it's we won't get into this debate. No, but, we're not because as a movie, I could note out so many things. How it it's the first ever digital film ever made, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Like we're not, we're not. Um, that, that's a lots of that's a video for another. That's a debate for another. Time. That's a long, that's a three hour debate, bro. Um, oh, we've debated it a million times have. before, so <clears throat> we don't need to get into that. Um, 
but yeah, like like George Lucas even said so himself, he's more of a experimental filmmaker. He wants to try new yeah. things, even if they don't work. Which well, is if fine. It doesn't work. He's like, oh well. He still to this day says he he still makes movies to this day. Just no, he doesn't make them for audiences. He makes them for his family, his yeah. friends. And he just wants to try stuff. He just wants to experiment. He's an experimentalist um, filmmaker. And that's 100% fine. And that's what... That's what he... Yeah. You, you, we wouldn't be a civilization if we didn't experiment. Like exactly. that. That's just simple as that. Like, exactly. we wouldn't move forwards yeah. without experimenting. That's why... Without, as, without, yeah. as somebody said, you won't make mistakes. Oh, you, you can't learn if you don't make mistakes. Yeah. Um, a, a man who... A person who asks a question is a fool for a minute person who never asks a question is a fool forever yeah 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 sure yeah 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 but um back onto the bye girl wanting to cut back marvel and star wars <laughs> I, I i can see where he's coming from i definitely think they need to cut back more on marvel than they do of star wars i honestly 100%. honestly just think the leadership of the star wars franchise which is kk kathleen kennedy just isn't very good when, oh, oh when, I'm so glad you ended that. I didn't see that coming. When when you give <laughs> when you give a when you give a show like Andor a budget of two hundred and fifty mm. million dollars, but then a show like Obi Wan Kenobi a ninety million dollar budget, it just I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that and know how that got accepted and then and then it kinda backfired. Well, not really, because Obi Wan did amazing, they made so much money off that, and then Andor absolutely flopped. Um, and didn't didn't make them the money they wanted, especially off a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Ah. What came first? Was it Obi? Obi Wan? Yeah, Obi Wan came first. first. Obi Wan was it? Okay. All right. And All right. um, do but we I will, think? I, I I I I will say, um, Andor does prove that Star Wars can still be good, look good, feel good. Yeah. But like, look okay. good. You well, know, I ask you Andor this. is a visually stunning show the production value of that show is the best production yeah. value style show we have so you still have hope for that you still have hope for that and i just think tony okay. gilroy is really good with that i want to ask you this is andor a victim of like for its views not for its how good it is but for its views is it a victim of obi-wan just like Solo was a victim of last jedi like i don't i don't think so just because Andor is is how how do I word this? Andor is more of a not Star Wars show than it is a Star Wars show. If you yeah, just but put, it's still if, the same IP. Yes, if you take the word Star Wars out of the Andor title, just Andor, Andor. you put it's, it it's into not, the show. Yeah. It, you, it that's not Star like like you yeah, could watch yeah. that as not a Star Wars show. You could watch that and. Uh, yes, there are elements that obviously you know you got the Senate, you yeah. got the you got all of that right. You you have troopers. Star Wars the elements, the stormtroopers, the clone troopers, and the flashbacks. Sure, you have those little things that are just obvious in the Star Wars galaxy, but you don't have typical Star Wars elements: the Force, lightsabers, Jedi, Sith, whatever. You don't have the typical Star Wars elements that make up Star Wars for me and lots of other people in Andor, and it's the, why I didn't enjoy Andor because. It just didn't feel like it's it's not a Star Wars show. I want I I don't care. I don't want to watch a spy thriller. Like cool. Yes, I understand. Andor was so damn good in its production value. It was such a damn good show. But I just don't think it was a good Star Wars show. I think it was a great show, but not a good star. Not a great Star Wars show. That's yeah. What I yeah. Simple that, as that's that. my opinion. Yeah, simple as that. Um, is it a victim of Obi Wan? I 
I don't know, because yes, there are a lot of people that do have common sense and see that Obi-Wan is a terrible show from the production value to the writing to literally everything yeah, to the cinematography to the directing. I just think people are getting held up in that Ewan and Hayden are back, um, which was amazing. I loved having them back, and it's sad that they got that. They got that for their return. Um, and and also, this, this leads me to another question. You, you, but... also, oh, you also have in Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth freaking Vader. Of course there are yeah. going to be moments in that show that are banger. How can there not be when you have those two characters? Like that bit in episode 6, I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. That was That's one of my favorite Star Wars scenes, right? But Obi-Wan yeah. is probably my least favorite Star Wars show. But it still has some of my favorite scenes in it because it's about Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, case rest. Yeah. But yeah, what's your, yeah. what's your other okay. Well, this is my other question. So, um, and I think this is kind of where Bob Iger is getting at mm-hmm. uh, with, with like, less content. Yeah. Uh, this, this is where the quality of quantity comes in as well. Like, kind of on the same premise as Andrew and Obi-Wan, and I feel like this one's going to be a little bit more, um, we've spoken about it before. Did Guardians do worse because of Ant-Man? And to me, I think... It's complete not a yes. Like, for, for Obi-Wan, for instance, right? If you're a casual viewer, you can stand it. For us, because we, we yeah. know 90% of yeah. Star Wars media, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and we know what's argue. We know what, what is makes Star Wars sense and what, what doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And again, I mean... We know the law to it. Arguable because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the law. Because it's arguable what is Star Wars, what isn't, what's real Star Wars, blah blah blah, whatever. Arguable. But we know the law. We know the out and out law. We know the we know the what's happened, what's been, what we can go back and watch right now. Star Wars, yeah. We yeah. 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 We know that back to front. Uh, you know that back to front. I'm getting through Rebels. Yeah. Besides that, I still know more than what I've watched. Yeah. Like Um and so for a casual viewer, Obi Wan is still, I would say a good, uh, not a, maybe not maybe not a good show, but I, an enjoyable show. It has its enjoyable elements. Yeah, exactly. If you've watched the prequels, you get to see. Oh my god, it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh my god, it is Hayden Christensen. Oh, it's Darth yeah. Vader. E- I love exactly. Darth Vader. E- exactly. You might not hate Reva because you don't understand why it doesn't make sense, or you don't <laughs> understand how she's exactly. doing whatever she's doing. Exactly. Okay, because that, that, whatever you haven't seen all of it before. Exactly. Fine. That, that's that's fine. But Ant Man is just god awful. Yeah, exactly. And that you was like have my, to be the, blind and deaf to enjoy <laughs> Ant Man. That was that was like my exact point with Kenobi show. It was, it has its moments because it's Obi Wan and Vader, so yeah. they're, they're enjoying moments. And then with Ant yeah Ant Man, just the the, the what, I I'm still trying to figure out what the plot of Ant Man was. Yeah, they got sucked into the quantum realm and tried to get out, but really, what what the hell happened in Andor, man? Andor, uh, not Andor, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, what the hell yeah. happened in Ant-Man? Genuinely, like, this is what I mean. I, but like, did it affect Guardians of the Galaxy? I think it did. Guardians, I think it did. Guardians has nearly hit 900 million. Ant-Man made somewhere in the 400 millions. Oh, is it still going up? I thought it only hit 700 mil. Oh, no, it's in the 800s, like 860. Um, okay, okay. That's Ant-Man's not that bad, in to the be 400 honest. Millions. Ant- Ant-Man didn't yeah. do that well. Ant-Man's 400 millions, yep. and then... Um, Guardians absolutely doubled it. But the reason yep. why, Ant-Man 2 is not great. So Ant-Man, the franchise of Ant-Man, is just not really good. I love Ant-Man 1. 2's not just 
I don't care. Three yeah. is a disaster. But Guardians yeah. is a tr- probably the most the, probably people's favorite trilogy in the MCU is the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, and so I think it already has that a lot of people backing it. Um, but but then, then casual casual Marvel fans, casual fans who are just seen Ant Man right, and they didn't think, say yeah. they didn't like it. This is like, the opposite. Yeah, this is the opposite to um, Obi Wan and Andor, where it's casual yeah. fans who are like, yeah, exactly. Um, like, like, real Marvel fans would be like, oh, like us. Again, James Cameron, if you like him, if you don't like him. But same James director Gunn, as Gunn, the first James two. Gunn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, James Gunn, James Gunn. Um, same director. Like, it's, it's, it's different. It's a different cast, and it's proven itself. Mm. Whereas casual viewer would be like, ew, Marvel, that was bad last time. Or it's bad the last three to four times. Bloody hell. Doctor Strange in May last year. Um, Thor, the, Thor Love and Thunder. I don't think Black Panther was bad. I wouldn't say it's Wakanda bad. Forever it's... was looking back, man. Over. I did love it when it first came out. I think it's just the emotion, man. And looking past that, yeah. It. I don't know. I don't think it was that. I it don't think it was bad. bad. I just feel like it was. La- it was I, I lackluster. Like I like the name as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But like again, Lusters. I don't blame. I don't blame Black Panther either because they had to redo everything. Like yeah. I don't. To be honest. I, yeah, they did a good. Thing. It's the outlier. I think I think I, I can look past Black Panther being a little poor. They had to rewrite the entire script. They had to do everything completely from scratch. So, um, I look past Black Panther, but then yeah, Ant Man in February. I feel like it just and the casual viewers is where Marvel shines. Yeah. Star Wars is the nerd. Star Wars is the ones who dig in, yeah. who who love it. Yeah. Marvel is the casual viewer. I'm like, ah, oh, an easy movie to watch. Let's just go check out this funny movie that's getting promoted a lot on bloody mm. Triple M. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I um, definitely agree. And I think Bob Iger is. I th- I I agree with him. I back Bob Iger. I think what he said from coming back has been all good. He has wanted to. Yeah. Focus more on movies and less on shows. He's wanted to pump out well, more he's movies the guy that, for Star Wars. He's the guy that came up with Disney Plus. Um, and while I, I would think say it's Disney successful, Plus served it definitely is. It served its time. They tried. They had. They tried streaming, and I just don't think streaming is the way to go. Just, just no. yet. Not yet. It will be one day. One day, the cinema industry will will die, and and people will just watch it from home. It will happen one although, day, um, but although, it's not yet. Although I think Disney are doing something right. Um, they are, they are still getting new, um, new products. Like if you go on Disney Plus right now, I think what is it called? Is it it's Star? Yeah, they have Star. They got a new Twenty One Century Fox. They heard it for a little while, but it's got like The Simpsons. It's got Family Guy. Yeah. Um, they, they they have a lot of properties and a lost. lot of IPs. They do, and they just need to keep getting new and new IPs. Um, that's the only way. Just like any company, Netflix didn't. Netflix took a while to um to get perfected. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I mean. Yeah I. I I I'm still, um, trying to understand the whole whole the whole film industry with. How, how the business side of it all, the business side of the film industry, I, 
like some decisions are like go out of my mind I'm like why the hell was that approved by these executives but obviously they know more than me and I just what is it that they know that they think that would be beneficial are they trying new things because you got to try otherwise you wouldn't know and maybe you got to take risks <laughs> you got to take the risk so I guess uh, yeah. anyway, I'm only I'm only six days these people are experienced executives in the industry for decades um so yeah I obviously they know more than than me um but yeah besides that i i i think cutting back on marvel is a very good idea especially state of marvel right now after after re-watching a lot of the mcu um i'm still in my re-watching sub i'm still re-watching it um after watching like the early projects and then uh comparing them to the newer projects marvel need marvel need just stop just stop put on the brakes look around and, and and evaluate what the hell they are doing, and then Star Wars. Star, they, Star Wars needs leadership. It's all I can really. It know. needs to even out. They need to, Star Wars need to put put the foot on the gas. Marvel needs to take the foot off. Yeah, sure. Give yeah, give Star Wars a go. Give Star Wars a go. Give Star Wars a go back in cinemas. The spotlight. Um, give Star yeah. You just it needs a new leadership. It needs someone are pointing in a new direction. It's just, the direction is not great right now. Yes, we have a Soker, but then again, you know, the hype for Soker is nowhere to be seen. They, they, marketing has been nothing for Soker. The, the, the trailer's only got 6 million views. Um, it's... Give it time. Give it time, yeah, but is it going to get 4 million more views? Is it going to reach 10 million? If it doesn't reach 10 million, it, it's... Yeah. So we'll we'll see, um. But yeah, that's everything on what we think about Bob Iger's um little interview he had this uh, had recently, and um, yeah, this person in the comments. Now this is a big thing. Yeah, this guy in the comments said, "Start by getting rid of Kathleen Kennedy. Completely get rid of her. It needs new leadership." Exactly what I said, man. And then this person says, "How about stop being woke as f and make quality, or is common sense out the door already?" <laughs> Yeah, wokeism mm-hmm. is a whole nother, whole nother trail we could do down, and I don't feel like going down right now. Uh, whether, um, whether, you know, yeah, wokeism is real, and it is being implemented into film and TV. Although, although it's um, I saw something on TikTok a while ago. It was like two yeah. weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, in some states in America, you can um. You can deny service to LGBTQ plus members. I saw that. I saw um, that. Yeah. And then I saw a comment. One of the comments was, um, the submarine reset the timeline. Yeah, I, I, I know. No, come on. Because, yeah. I, as, as like, it, it exists in the, in the filmmaking industry because, okay, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about wokeism. You, you include who you want in there. I think everyone should be included. Every single person, right? We're all, we're, all, we're one species. Everyone should be. But don't push it. Don't push it. Don't, don't put it over the story. Don't push, push it, it to make it obvious. Yeah, you're taking a spotlight, you mate. Don't, don't push it to make it stand out. That oh my god, she, a, a, a black woman's getting a main character role. Don't push it like that. Create a good story for this character, a good arc, and whatnot, and we'll fall in love. We can only it, say it so many times. We can only but... say it, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We can, we're wasting our breath at this point. No. But anyway, um, guys, let us know what you think of Bob Iger uh, cutting 
back on Marvel and Star Wars. Um, do you think this is a W and L? Give us your give us your opinion down below in the comments, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Movie Pod. My name's Isaac, joined by uh, my friend Joseph and his parrot, and uh, we'll see you. No, no, for longer. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be a. Hey, Elisat. Yeah, he's Elisat. And we, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode here on the Movie Pod. Peace out, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Stop war. Stop war.